Welcome to The Truth, The Music and Me, the podcast. The Truth, The Music and Me. I'm Tamara Stewart and I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you for joining us. You can drop us a line if you want to send us an email, podcast at tamarastewartmusic.com. Well, here we are at episode three of The Truth, The Music and Me, the podcast. I'm Tamara Stewart and I'm so glad that you're here. We're going to be going into an interesting one this week and you probably know if you've been listening for the first two episodes that we are going song for song, track by track, week by week of an album that I've made called The Truth, The Music and Me. But the songs are just the umbrella, the point of conversation that we're launching from. So it's about the connection and the conversation that we have um, about those things. It sounds so serious, doesn't it? It's actually uh, it's actually been a lot of fun. So those of you out there who have contacted us, thank you. We love hearing from you. And if you want to drop us a line, podcast at tamarastuartmusic.com. So as we go through, we've, uh, we've been able to talk about some you know, some some processes and some difficult things that I've personally gone through in my journey that I'm learning very quickly from you all that I'm not the only one. And uh, and it's been a really beautiful thing for you to share where you're at in your, in your story. So this one we have today is called Peace of My Mind. And uh, we'll give you a little snippet in just a second of the song. But uh, it is you know, essentially a very serious subject, a very painful part of my story, but the song itself is a little lighter, a little brighter, a little catchier. So the conversation may get a little heavy, but the song keeps things kind of fun. So uh, this, I love this song. This is a whole lot of fun to write with Bruce Wallace and Livy Jean. And uh, yeah, this is Peace of My Mind. Here's a little snippet. Gave you my love and I gave you my attention. Gave you some things that I don't Downtown high and dry Ran off with your ex And what happened next Ought to be some kind of crime Give you every little piece of my heart And my time Now here's a little piece of my mind Piece of my mind It's a little feisty It's a feisty little number Uh, But it comes from It stemmed from a very real Very deep Very multi-layered story And I guess you know, for us to have that conversation, I have to pull my story out and put it on the table a little bit. But I just want to start by saying that um, this isn't about naming names or gossiping or blaming or shaming or any of that stuff. Um, Everyone involved has moved on um, and healed, hopefully, uh, including myself and what everyone else involved is doing or has done is not my business and I don't want to know, um, wish them well, let them go. But this is my side of, um, of how this subject matter has affected me in my life. And I will start by saying that, you know, from, as I say, all about love and light. So the one thing I can honestly say from where I sit today after doing a lot of work to heal um, what became a very destructive and painful part of my story, I will say that it was necessary for me to go through that even though I didn't choose that to happen in my relationship that I'll explain a little bit about, Not, not, not a whole lot but just a little bit about 
for me to be free. Like it took chaos for me to find peace. We talked about that last week where it's like what we ask for and what we need the most won't come necessarily delivered on a silver platter. Like for me to find peace within myself and to not be angry, I had to be faced with a chaotic, devastating situation uh, and find my peace through that at the end of that. So I can only say, you know, what, what's worked for me. If you're going through this right now, if you are currently, um, you've been hurt, you've been heartbroken, you've been cheated on um, and you're going through it, I hope you can find some light in this um, and know that you're not the only one. And, you know, it's really, it's really intense because although, you know, I can actually talk about it now without being emotional, it's, you know, it's been, I've been a few years um, working on the healing and, and letting go, but I can talk about it without emotion and with gratitude. And I never, ever thought that was possible um, because for a very long time I was angry and I was stuck under the weight of that and hurt people hurt people. And I was an example of that. I didn't always handle it well. I didn't always respect myself or the other people involved. Um, but as we're saying throughout this whole podcast, the end game here is the focus and the focus is I did find healing. I did move through it. It took a lot of work, but it really was worth it. And I've definitely found a, a sense of peace I've never had before, even before this happened. So let's start with something that was really helpful for me. Um, just in case there are people out there that are going through this, this may be um, helpful for you at some stage. Now, it, it, was, it took me a long time to, I just have to say, it took me a long time to get to this stage of the healing. Um, I spent a lot of time angry um, and carried that and kept myself in that place for an extremely long time. Um, but it came to a point where I decided that just for my own process, I had no intention of sending them, that I would write um, letters to the people that had hurt me. So the list of the women, <laughs> and there was a list, um, that had, you know, had relations with my other half. So just as a way for me to be able to let them go and out of my energy because I was keeping them in my life even though they weren't um, through the memories and the shame and the pain and the hurt. So um, one by one I went through the list and wrote letters with the intention of giving them forgiveness and letting them go but I realised very early in the paragraph of this letter that what I truly wanted to do was to ask forgiveness because of how I had handled things um, so although, you know, I wasn't taking the blame or taking responsibility for their behaviour, I was definitely owning mine. And I found my power in that place. You know, I'd felt so powerless and kind of victimy for so long that I actually felt power in that. Um, and that was, uh, that felt more like who I was um, than this person that had spent so many years angry. It was horrible. It's a horrible place to be. And that's not who I am. So once I decided to let that go, forgive them, forgive myself, I was able to move on to the next one and the next one and the next one until um, 
something really shifted for me that day. I will say something very, very powerful shifted me for that day. And I came back to choice because I'd felt like I'd had no choice. I felt like this was done to me. I felt like I didn't ask for this. It just really shattered. It shattered my self-esteem, my sense of safety um, and all of those really, really important things. So I really um, became the victim in it, even though I was. And I just want to say too, it's really hard for me to find, I'm afraid a little bit in the way that I'm communicating it because I'm so far removed from it now um, from regards it's not a part of my life anymore. I'm not facing it every day. But I will never, ever, ever forget the feeling that I had the night I remember that night, I remember the date, I remember what I was wearing, I remember what was sitting on the coffee table next to me, I remember every little tiny detail of the moment that I found out, um, one of the most traumatic things I've ever found out and that was that my relationship of multiple, multiple, multiple years, all of my insecurity and fear and questioning and gut feelings after years of being denied and told it's all in my head and that I'm crazy, I found out in a second that it was true. And I can only describe it as like dropping dynamite into a mine. It feels like slow motion and it was just an implosion. So I don't want to downplay the pain for anyone out there who's going through this because, man, it sucks. It's an inside job almost, you know, because for me it was part of my story growing up. It was, you know, so this and and this other person knew that Um, and in a way that, was kind of used against me to to make me feel like it was me it's crazy making so I spent a lot of years of my life really um you know like socially really unable to connect with people because I was constantly questioning and myself in those situations the people that were around us like I'm sure, I'm sure I just was like this really cold and cut off person to everyone around me for years. But this whole dialogue was happening in my head and the longer it went on, the louder it got. And that's the thing with gut feelings is, you know, sometimes it's hard to know whether it's your head or whether it's your gut. But for me, it was, everything was going off, you know. And I don't say that because it's in any way to say, oh, I knew all along and, you know, I personally don't find any pride in that or any strength in that or any power in that. But where I do find my power in this situation is um, being able to own my story, which then gives me the opportunity to rewrite the ending. The only way I can fully own my story is to face the things that I've done and the mistakes that I've made um, and the selfish choices I've made that have hurt other people through my own behaviour. So it's about the humility of understanding that nobody's perfect, that we're doing the best that we can, and choosing to change, to forgive self, do better, and let go. Mistakes. I guess sometimes you need a clean break. At least I learned a little lesson. There's no guessing that you won't ever kiss me again. Oh, I try to hold it all in, but if I see you on the weekend, Sometimes it's hard to gauge healing when things like this have happened because it 
can feel like two steps forward, one step back. And you might have a really good day where you're like, okay, I can see myself moving on. I can see myself healing and functioning and being able to have a conversation without breaking down. And then, you know, you might have a setback or a trigger or a reminder or something that puts you back in the pain. But progress doesn't always look like progress. So that healing that's happening, as long as your intention is, you know, to, to truly to heal from the inside out um, and not just stay angry. I mean, there's a place for anger, but there's a place for also to grieve and to move on and to let go, whether you stay in the relationship or, or not. Um, I kind of got stuck, really, really, really stuck. And I tell you what, look, there's so many great resources out there and just to seek that knowledge of how other people um, have gotten through things. I mean, Lisa Tekirst, I think I'm saying that right, um, has a great book called Uninvited and that was given to me as a gift um, around about that time um, that I was sort of moving on and healing and uh, my friend Karen, shout out to Karen, um, gave me that, a great resource. There's also good good stuff out there from Brene Brown. Rising Strong is another amazing um, piece of work. And if you're not a, a reader, you can get audio books. Like I love I love a good audio book. Although full disclosure, uh, up until very very recently, I was still calling them book tapes. <laughs> I don't know if anybody out there still calls them book tapes, but but I feel you if you do. So one more thing I will mention is a beautiful movie that just recently came out that I think is very powerful in regards to forgiveness because whether you stay or whether you leave, whether it was done to you or you were the one that had, you know, has been unfaithful, forgiveness is relevant. Self-forgiveness, forgiveness for other people, whatever whatever feels like it's a fit. Even if you have been the one that's done wrong, you still deserve forgiveness uh, and only you can give that to yourself even if you are you know, grateful to get forgiveness from other people until you can fully forgive yourself and the behaviour's changed. It's hard to let go because we're not the things we've done um, and we're not the things that have been done to us. So it's, you know, that's just how I feel about it anyway. But, yeah, so The Shack is a beautiful movie about forgiveness and um, uh, if you are, as I say, if you're going through it, I send you love and light and be patient with yourself. And I hope that you've connected and found uh, something in, in today's conversation that maybe brings you some peace or maybe inspires you to change direction or wherever you are. I hope that it is for the better. I gave you my love, I gave you my attention, gave you some things that I don't want to mention. Took me for granted, took me for so because I'm a songwriter, you can imagine... I've written more than one song about this subject and uh, and I definitely do have a lot of inspiration now for writing these sorts of songs. I mean, as I said, this throws way back into my story. So um, I, I often write for other people. I co-write with other artists and, and write with other writers here in Nashville on Music Row and also, um, you know, back home in Australia and over in the UK and stuff. And I will always have... A real story to draw from. I'm looking for silver lining here. Uh, but another thing for those of you that maybe aren't creative in that way, like journaling, I go on about journaling is just, um, it's cathartic. It's the same process that gets the thoughts out of your head and onto paper. And, and you can do with that what you will. You might want to burn it or you might want to 
hold on to it. But um, I found it really interesting to go back and read, uh, especially in preparation for this podcast, read the things I was thinking at the time. Um, and I mean journaling every day, pages and pages. So I've had a pretty recently raw look back into my head and heart and uh, I'm just really grateful from where I where I am right now um, love and trust and all of those things are very much a part of my life and yeah I'm looking forward to sharing the rest of my journey with you from next week we are going to be at the last song of part one Part one is ruin, as I've said. Then we move into recovery. Then we go into rising. Like we are moving through and up. So it's an evolution of sorts. And uh, tell me something good. It's going to get good. So stick with us. But here's a bit of a sneak peek of next week's song. This is uh, Untied. She's done with blaming. She's taking back the name she had before. And oh, went wrong. And some souls, they gotta be unsung. And some We've had a few emails and messages through the week of people that are trying to get their hands on the music. You can find it on Spotify and on iTunes. Uh, the full album, The Truth, The Music and Me, will be out on April 5th. No matter how hard you try, some nights have got to be untied. So join us next week for Untied, which is episode four of The Truth, The Music and Me, the podcast. But we're going to do some giveaways just real quick before we wrap it up for this week. Uh, Ruin, part one, we do have available, as we've said, on Spotify and iTunes, but not sell-through albums. So um, they're kind of hard to, to get a hold of for anyone who would like one. We're going to do some giveaways to the first five people that email us. We've got some signed promo copies that we've had printed. Uh, sign them. We'll send them out to you. That'll make us happy. So the first five people to email podcast at tamarastuartmusic.com and we'll get one of those out to you straight away. But until then, friends... I'm Tamara Stewart. Be kind to yourself. True. The music and me.